You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's a Thursday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Brought to you by mortgagestogo.ca. Always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit mortgagestogo.ca. Hey, it's a Flames game night. They're back at it finally. Took their time. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, home to the Boston Bruins, who played a wild game last night in Edmonton against the Oilers. Mm-hmm. So the Flames get the Bruins on the back end of a back-to-back, which could be good. Yeah. Potentially. Sure. That's maybe good news for the Calgary Flames as they uh, continue their quest to trade key pieces, yet somehow be in the Stanley Cup playoff race. A two-for-one, if you will. I would like to have my cake and eat it, too. Thank Why you not? very much. Why not, Marie Antoinette? Y- yeah. Boom. Now, so something just <laughs> happened in the studio <laughs> that it always blows my mind. Like, for some reason, the default setting on one of the uh, one of the um, turrets, it just if you will. It always resets, and I have no clue why. And it's always on the loudest headphone setting possible. And, mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't have my audio for some reason on this thing. What so. the? What so the I, what? So I don't know. What Things just disappear. They like, just, I don't know, they I don't know why. I don't know what why do he doesn't have disappear? his audio. They literally the, just disappear. The channel for Dumas' audio to play the text messages is just gone. Okay. It just disappeared. My computer three is not on there. <laughs> I can't explain it to you. It's magic. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to call in uh, the engineer. I sent an email. I, I sent a note, yeah. Oh, okay. They see that email right to their phone. They see that. Okay. Get them up. That's uh, it's disappointing because uh, I wanted to use Texty McTexterson today. Oh, well, we, we, we can still do it. Okay. He, he All right. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay, yeah. going away. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, uh, I, I want some listener engagement this morning. Mm-hmm. Listener engagement. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware. There's a lot of trade talk around the Calgary Flames. No. Wow. I think we might have been speaking about it a couple times. Uh, I think some of it might be our fault. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's all manufactured I, here. I just, if, if you want me to be honest. <laughs> you know, I love when you get like a text like, oh, it's your fault. But they, like, I wish your I had, fault I wish I had that power. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had that power. You think I'd be doing this job? I'd be making some real bank if I had the power to influence oh, stuff. Insider making, money. Making yeah. some real decisions. <laughs> yeah. That's some real bank. Um, we want to have fun with our listeners because this this is what we're going to do today. Because we have uh, such an incredible guest coming up at 730, mm. uh, our man Jason Bukula, scouting analyst for Sportsnet, the pro hockey group. Uh, the guy knows prospects, and he knows value on trades. This is what we're going to do. Books is going to join us at 730. At 7 o'clock, put together your hypothetical Chris Tanev and Noah Hannafin trades. Let's keep Jacob Markstrom out of it. 
Or do like you want to add Jacob no, Markstrom out of it? Fine. You want to keep well, him? Well, I'm going to ask him about the Markstrom thing, anyways. But we can we can do whatever. All right. So throw in Jacob Markstrom. Do whatever in you there. want. Follow your heart, guys. Yeah. That's that's a great lesson for not only this exercise but in life. Yeah. Um, send us your hypothetical Chris Tanev, Noah Hannafin, or Jacob Markstrom trade proposal. Give us the picks. Give us the prospects. Give us the players. Books knows it all. He knows the game. He knows a lot of dudes in the game. I came off sounding weird. Yeah, he does know a lot of lads. Yeah, yeah he, um, he got a lot, really of, sounding a lot weird. of voices around the league he listens yeah. to. Yeah. Sounded weird. Uh, send him in. 960, 960, name and location. Give it. Put your name and location. You go, hey, you know, Steve and Red Deer's like, this is the deal for Hannafin. What do you think, Books? Here's like, he, Steve's on to something here. I, I uh, threw this out to him yesterday. I said, is there anything you want to make sure we touch on? He, sh- he said... Free agent from Russia, Maxim Siplikov. No way. Who, I don't know. Nobody's ever heard of. 12 teams are in on him, and with Kuzmenko here, he wonders if there's something there, so we can ask him about Siplikov. Okay. What uh, is he? Uh, what position does he play? I'm going to assume a forward. He's a right wing. <laughs> he's uh, 6'3", 190. Currently, he's a 5'8 defenseman. He, uh, interested in. he had 47 <laughs> points in 63 games with Spartak Moscow. He's 5'8", 140 pounds. He's hey, a defenseman. 12 teams are in on him. Yeah, that's, that's good. So that's what you got to know. There's significant interest from a third of the league, and yep. they might be in. I don't know. He's not necessarily saying the Flames are involved. Yeah. But he's saying, hey, you got a new Russian there who just came over. Maybe there's something there for sure. him. So I don't know. Well, we can ask him about that. He also said um, Tanev to Ottawa or Dallas what? or Markstrom to Toronto, double question mark. Mm. And uh, as we've talked to him about before, the value of first round picks against prospects. Okay. Uh, and anybody want, does want to say Boston does not have their first for this year. I will say that. Okay. That there's be- also a couple prospects on some teams that are... Intriguing to see the least, say the least. I like that you're keeping our listeners honest. Uh, they're already yeah. coming in. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. Give us your hypothetical Markstrom Tanev Lindholm deal. A oh, Lindholm deal. Hannafin Tanev Markstrom hypothetical deal, and then we'll run it by Books. Mm-hmm. He'll mark your work. That's essentially what he's going to do. He'll grade your hypothetical trade instead of using like one of those trade machines. Or like you know NHL twenty four or whatever, where you do let do they still have that in the game? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yep, oh yeah. yeah they grade sure your trade, trade machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had that in they have like trade so finders long. now, where oh. they can go where the the computer will find you a trade for that player. It's great. Oh. It's so much oh, okay. easier. You, know, you, you have just to do the legwork. You just make your package. Hey, I don't want this guy anymore. Okay. He's a scrub. What He's hurt. Want him? <laughs> Throw him out there, and you get like forty different. Oh, it's great. It's just turn incredible. settings off. Oh, you can yeah. trade like Pospisil for McDavid or something. Yeah, like that. yeah just turn well, trade. I like realism. I like a turn the salary cap off. Yeah. Well, that's build a super team. Okay. Um, hypothetical trades. Keep them rolling in. 960, 960, name and location. A hypothetical trade for Markstrom, Tanev, and Hannafin. Or somebody else. Okay. If you want to throw in Erasmus Anderson, sure. But, I again, I would be completely stunned Floored. if they trade Rasmus Anderson. But, again, something we've talked about on the show. Is there really any untouchable in the Calgary Flames? No. Maybe Connor Zary? Uh Wish had that article I was talking uh, before the show. He kind of goes through like 
an NHL trade scenario, talked to some executives, and uh, some executives um, wondered if the Flames making the playoffs were ultimately more important to ownership than acquiring assets for potential trade targets. Making the playoffs is big for that franchise, one NHL GM said. They're very competitive right now. The next nine games will determine a lot. Again, I floated around the idea that I get that they're going to trade these big, but if they also made a little small move to help this year's team, I would not be shocked by that, especially at the center ice position. I would be shocked because there's no centers out there. Mm-hmm. Like, what does a small move at the center ice position entail? That's something we're going to ask Jason. Like Henrik's the only one out no, there. No, but they're, but they're not getting in. That's I know price. the answer. It's not really anybody. Okay. Like, especially for a UFA type of player, if you want to go and get someone with term, by all means, but it's going to cost you more than just a little bit. So, I don't know. I, I think it's really hard to do. Or they'll try to acquire a young center in any of these deals. That I could see more likely. Sure. Uh, like, a, a, like a trade, like help the team now mm-hmm. move. Yeah, I think you could. There you go. See who you can get back. We'll have uh, Jason Buchel on to do that, uh, to grade your work. Give us your hypothetical Markstrom, Hannafin, or Tanev deal. 960-960, name and location. Um, we got, uh, oh, the the technical issue probably, probably going to get solved already. It's some oh, stuff's already happening. yeah. Stuff's already happening. Hell Excellent yeah. news back Mover, there. Movers and shakers. So uh wa- the building. wanted to share this. Uh you want to talk about an absolute heater of a couple movies. Uh dude beside me in the plane last night oh. had an iPad. Mm-hmm. These are the two movies he watched from the flight from Toronto last night. Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. one. <laughs> then he followed Shawshank Redemption up. And then he started watching Jurassic Park. Wow. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Has he at, not seen these movies? Look at this guy. Well, maybe he just likes the classics. You know? I guess. Feels good. Feel good. But movies. man, that's a pretty good, you know, bang. We're talking OG. Double header. We're talking OG Jurassic Park. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. The OG. Yes. Okay. The OG Jurassic Park. Good. Why are you criticizing those selections on a plane, though? I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, like, has he not seen them? But I mean, like, that is a. Why are the, you assuming he hasn't seen I them? Think like, it's do, you, do you, do you feel like the plane is the place to watch new movies? It is because it makes your, your flight go by quicker, I believe. I would argue that the viewing experience is not necessarily up to snuff, so I don't necessarily like watching new movies that I'm actually excited to watch. Oh, okay. Like I watch not... new Yeah, like I watch new movies that like I saw it and I was like, Yeah, I've got a little intrigue and I've probably scrolled by it on some streaming service at some point, but I'm never really going to sit down at home and watch it. Like I'm probably not going to watch Oppenheimer on a plane. Oof. Never seen that one again. <laughs> they haven't seen it. I'm probably not going to watch it for the first time on a plane. If if you want to doze off a little bit, maybe watch Oppenheimer on a plane. That not really what I'm looking for. <laughs> I find very hard to sleep on planes. I don't really like doing it anyways. I find that the sleep I get is very useless, and I don't feel any more rested when I wake up. I'm typically just grumpy and mm. maybe even a little bit hungover. Mm. I uh, I saw that Blackberry movie with Jay Baruchel. I like that one. Oh, wait. Glenn Howerton? And Jay Baruchel, right? Yeah, the the whatever the story of Blackberry. It was good. It was interesting. How it just blew up, and then iPhone just Yeah, completely... Jim Ball Silly, man. Yeah, I've... and then Gary Bettman's in it, the, the Gary Bettman acting. It's like, and <laughs> Ball Silly's all mad at him because, <laughs> you know, he, the way he tried to push his way into the <laughs> NHL. And yeah. And it's just I... like, forget that noise. Yeah, the little NHL... 
uh, smattering in it at the very end. It was pretty good. Well, would you watch snakes on a plane on a plane? Of course I would. I would do that. Um, I would watch Soul Plane on a plane. I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch snakes on a <laughs> what plane. What about Money Plane for the first movie. time on a plane because <laughs> it's an action movie, and I would rather <laughs> sit at home and watch it on a bigger screen with okay. a little bit more audio. That's right. kind of my point. Uh, but I'm just saying that was a good heater. Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> yeah. the OG Jurassic Park. Yeah, guys, that's a double barrel. Like that's five hour flight. You get and then, both of them. and then, oh. and then he was also playing Tetris on his phone. Whoa! I'm like, this guy's a throwback. Yeah. And he was a younger gentleman. He's a younger gentleman. Simple. Kids these days into Tetris. Yeah, he liked the Tetris. Hmm. Yeah, and then there was that video of that kid who broke Tetris. He like he got past yeah. the actual last level, mm-hmm. and then the game just froze. It's like that's it. <laughs> Can't do this anymore. That's all it does. Yeah, you just, you've reached. It was like uh, the barrier when you were playing some of those like ATV oh, the map. dirt yeah. bike games back when we were back. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw that video on oh, social he... media yesterday. Yeah. Um, just the invisible barrier <laughs> launched. See ya. <laughs> we also got uh, what's what we got on the show today? Sprouts. Yeah, Lots, Ryan Leslie. It's been a while since we talked to our man Ryan Leslie. It has. Mm. See him on television all the time. Can't miss him. Can't miss him. Uh, we'll talk to him at eight o'clock about mm-hmm. Flames. Flames and Bruins tonight. Uh, is it just a regional game or is it a national game tonight? Good question. I wonder. Because uh, we're here for hockey. On Sportsnet. Looks like it might be a national game. Yeah. I think it is. Snap Both. one. Is it? Maybe. SN1 and SN West. Whoa. Oh, no, yeah, there you go. National game. Boom. one. Tonight against the Boston Bruins. Uh, we have a uh, we have a guest. Or, or, or GVP's busy. Are you busy to get Connor on? Uh, he's sitting on a mic right now. Oh. Hey, uh, we, we have a new employee at Sportsnet <laughs> 960. Um, why don't you tell us your name and where you came from? Uh, yeah, sure. My name is Connor, um, yep. formerly of Saskatchewan by way of Mount Royal University. Okay. And happy to Go be joining Cougars. the team. Go Cougars. National champs, women's hockey. Come on. Okay. Yeah. What brings you to the station? Yeah. Uh, employment, mostly. Mm. Okay. Good. Money, that's good. Yeah, good. I, li- I like money. It drives you. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Wrong industry, money. bro. So what? <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you've been told that a million times. Yeah. Once or twice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be radio people. Um, <laughs> radio will be gone by the so kids. So Saskatchewan, those no, kids grow up. It's not going anywhere. Um, Saskatchewan, it what part? Uh, southern Saskatchewan, Assiniboia, about an hour south of Moose Jaw. Okay. I think PK is from around there, mm-hmm. Assiniboia. Yeah. I believe you're right. Yeah. Uh, you grew up a Riders fan? Uh, yes. Okay. And uh, your fan. hockey team is what? Uh, <clears throat> the same one as yours, George. Whoa. Oh wow! You guys can bond. Okay, yeah. it's good. To, good to have an ally around. It can be pretty cold out there. Well, I, you're already <laughs> making assumptions that we'll be allies, but I, no, I'm just. <laughs> but we're glad to have you aboard, Connor. Well, it's because you're both Leafs fans. Is it? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I was really jacked up with Matthews fifty. Yeah, I bet you were. Night. You got yeah. fifty-one. Wouldn't yeah, stop big shocker. In the group chat. Big shocker. Matthews 50 had yeah. his face all painted on the plane yesterday. Yeah. Forgot to bring that up. What about, the, you see the guy that chucked the dude's hat off during yeah, the hat trick? Not good. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, that wasn't good. Some Leafs fan, there's two Leafs guys that were standing during, a, I think it was Matthews hat trick, and he chucks the guy in front of him's hat off oh, his head boy. onto the ice. You can't do that. He did it for a video, too. Yeah. Oh, his dude, okay. buddy he was, was being filmed. filmed yeah. And the guy turned around and lost it on him because it was a very special hat to him. There's a reason people don't throw hats on the ice. It was a nice ice. hat. Yeah. 
It wasn't just a Leafs ball cap. It was a like video a of a kid down in the U.S. who got arrested because he was pranking people by sucker punching them in the park. That's not a prank. That's, That's a assault. crime. Yeah, it's kids to, these days, it's man. to get the likes, bro. Unbelievable. The clicks. It's all Love the social clicks. media. My favorite. So, uh, Connor, we're excited you're here. What do you think of Yuri Slavkovsky? Uh, <laughs> I don't think a whole lot about him, honestly. Oh, yeah. oh okay. typical uh, Leafs fans. Well, only watches his own team. Okay. They're the only team that matters. Okay. That's, all right. That's, oh. enough, that's enough, Connor, for right, this Connor. morning. That's uh, probably we good. appreciate you're here from uh, Saskatchewan. Welcome. Uh, you'll be doing what, sorry? So they're just producing part-time, filling in where needed. Okay. Welcome. Happy to be here. Thanks. How was that interview with Art? Did Art interview you? Uh, yes, he did. Sorry was about it, was that. it grilling? Was it a grilling? Uh, no. Nah, did he ask sad. you questions like, why should I hire you in a sentence without using the letter E? Yeah. Well, he, he definitely paused after I told him I was a Leafs fan. Mm. But other than that, it was pretty good. Oh, okay. How was the handshake? Uh, I haven't shook his hand. Oh, crazy. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Oh, actually, you know what? You know what's funny? Like he's a Leaf fan, and I thought you said he's an ally that he was a Habs fan. No, we're just messing with you. No, oh, we were okay. messing. It was the bit. The bit <laughs> <Yeah>. was. <laughs> yeah. So you're a Leaf fan. Yes. You grew yes, up in I Toronto. Grew, yes, I. Yes. You went back to Toronto. You own every Leafs jersey, including Simon Benoit, Alan Mulcahy, right. Alan McCauley, right. Simone Benoit. I'm like that Simone. guy. I'm like that know. guy from Alberta who has all those Leaf jerseys in his basement. Yeah, exactly. Steve Dangle? No, no, not Steve Dangle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his guy, like Alberta Leafs fan, where he is, and he has that ridiculous. His name Curtis with a K. If Curtis with a K, he knows. <laughs> yeah, I guess. If I Steve know. Dangle lived in. Alberta, you'd be able to hear him yelling oh, every right. time the Leafs oh. lost. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised there's not a flame Steve Dangle. Yeah, there uh, is. They're just probably... They are. They just don't get big enough because we don't have Leafs Nation all over North America and the globe. Like, there's Twitter and accounts people, following Leafs and people like, don't like to don't, Yeah. People don't like to yell like that and then put it online. It's not necessarily a good look for everybody. He kind of carved out a niche that for some reason it worked for him. It I couldn't long. just get on a camera and yell like the way he does it's well, it's and then a lot. jump cut jump cut jump cut i actually know <laughs> i love a trade tree that's i do that's, I, I do love a good, steve dangle trade tree. i love a good jump <laughs> i know him very well i did i did shows with him i did a couple yeah. weeks of shows with him i know him very well but uh if it wasn't hockey it was feed the man questions time <laughs> so it was all right <laughs> yeah, if we if we had a like if we had a Raptors guest on, like you'd be like, "Hey Steve, why don't you ask about this?" <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like, "Okay, I got you, <laughs> I got you, I covered yeah. it." That's all right. Once again, like had a channel that had something that a lot and still does have something that a lot of people follow. Yeah, for me. Um, okay, so it'll be interesting, uh, Connor, if your team makes a deal with the Calgary Flames. Everything we've heard, especially from Eric Francis, be very uh, surprised. If the Flames and Leafs to get together on a deal because of the little bad blood, the way uh, Tree left the organization. An absolute banger of a text came in there up top. <laughs> yeah, we'll play these. We'll play these. <laughs> we'll play that one. We'll play these. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't, th- I don't think Huberto's going to get traded, but you can wish. All right, what do you got coming up in the Rose Report? Oh, so much, George. So, so, so much. Yesterday's hockey action. We'll preview tonight's game with the Flames and the Bruins. The... Uh, Raptors are back at it. The Cavs are back at it. We got a new captain for Canada uh, for the women's side ahead of the CONCACAF Women's Gold Cup. A new Hitman record 
I always love when you when you talk about stuff like that with like a question mark. You're like the the cool cop, and I look at you. And my eyes are like, I did the research. I swear, but I still. The thing about all this football is it's never always that clear online. You might disagree with me, but I find that hmm. could be a little bit more straightforward if I'm being honest. So I got that little bit of golf and. Uh, some memorabilia that maybe you can buy. Maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know if you can. It's okay. kind of up in the air, but we'll okay. see. Uh, we'll do that. We, we're still taking your hypothetical Flames trades because Jason Buchel is going to mark your work. Give us your hypothetical Markstrom, Hannafin, and Tanev trade. You can do all three. You can do one of them, whatever. Throw your name and location on it so we can ask Jason Buchel about it, and mm-hmm. he'll say whether or not you're in the ballpark. You can feel like a legit NHL general manager <laughs> with a guy who used to be the head pro scout the head scout of an NHL team. Director of amateur scouting? Yes, for the Florida Panthers. Something like that? Yeah. Yep. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's got a pretty good resume. Yes, And sir. also, uh, a really alarming plastic surgery trend Oh, has oh. come up. I don't know what this is. Oh. It's alarming. Okay. And it's very specific. Okay. Very specific. Okay. We'll do that later on in the show, too. Hmm. It's the big show. It's George. It's Matt. It's Patrick. It's GVP. Hey, it's Connor, who wears a watermelon on his head, hollowed out. Yep. And loves Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. His sons. There you go. Wow. Big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Brought to you by MortgagesToGo.ca. Always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit mortgagestogo.ca. At the top of the hour, we're taking your hypothetical flames trades as Maddie is slapping the bass. Slapping the bass, man. Such a good movie. It is. Uh, Anybody want the peanut? It's Not Princess Bride, but that's, still. that's pretty good loot for it. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 960, 960, name and location. Uh, we have Jason Bukla coming up at 730. Former director of uh, amateur scouting for the Florida Panthers, the hockey group Sportsnet draft analyst. Work for the Preds. Yeah. He's back done, in the day. He he's got an eye for hockey players. Yeah. Float your hypothetical Jacob Marstrom, Noah Hannafin, Chris Tanev deal. And then Books will will mark it for you coming up at seven thirty. I think we'll have some fun with that. Yeah, typically is when uh, Jason stops by the show. He loves uh, doing all sorts of fun, goofy stuff like that. So yeah, we'll have some fun with it. So let's say you know you're at the you're at the water cooler today, uh huh, and you're like, hey, you know what the flame should get for Tanev, uh huh, and then like you tell your, your buddies at work, and they're like, that's not even close. Well, if actually you text us in, and we'll see whether or not you would be close, mm-hmm. whether or not it would be something that could potentially happen. I believe that. Um, I mentioned this off air to you, but everything blends together. But I, I've I've done this before. This exercise where I just text Jason different trade ideas, and typically I get a little bit of a a dissertation, a little bit of a paragraph, a few stories, a, a few reasons as to why it would that, or would not work. That that is very nice of him to do that for you. It's a good resource. Yeah, to say. Like, you're just sitting there in your underwear in bed about to nap. You're like, hey, could the Flames get this for this? I'll text Books. That was, and then he responds to you. Like that's the thing. Yeah. What was it here? Hmm. Ba, 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 ba. You got like a mustard stained shirt on. Yeah, just looking like a just terrible. It was a Lindholm for 
What did it, this was back in December. I asked him Lindholm with 50 retained for Lambert, a first, and Mason Appleton to make the money work. And he went into a little bit of a thing about how Appleton, big part of their team, probably not going to move him. And, uh, yeah, no, there was other reasons in there, too. Okay. All right. Says we don't need to get into it. Send him in. Hannafin, Tanev, Markstrom, your hypothetical trades for those guys. Uh, what team? What, what would be the package? And we'll get Jason Bukula to mark your work coming up at 730. Uh, we'll talk to Ryan Leslie at 8 o'clock. And, uh, and an alarming plastic surgery trend. Hmm. That's very specific. Hmm. Very, very specific. But right now, it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. The Gladney Match then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose and... Good morning, friends. Hope you're all doing well out there today. We've got a lovely Thursday. The Flames getting back in action. Taking on the Bruins, who were playing up the QE2 yesterday as part of a five-game slate. We got all the details. Raptors are back. Golf is back. Cavalry were out in Victoria. The Hitmen were up in Edmonton. We got it all. We got lots of stuff. Yes, we do. Yesterday, the Calgary Flames were back. On the practice ice, getting set to take on the Bruins at 7 o'clock this evening. Lines back to their former looks. Zari, Kadri, Pospisil, Huberto, Sharankovich, Kuzmenko, Mangiapane, Backlund, Coleman, Hunt, Rooney, and Dewar, your top four lines. No change to the pairs. Gilbert and Osterley still the two extras. Markstrom and Vladar were the uh, netminders. And Jacob Pelche did not skate with the club. Mm, that's a little... Uh concerning but he said he's on the road to recovery he's inching back yeah and there's no reason to rush him especially because shoulders can be super sensitive uh was it eric francis it was eric francis on our show this week who said there really isn't a number one line on the calgary flames like i don't know like i've kind of i don't know if you've noticed but i kind of like to call them by the center because I've felt for a long time that the top three lines of this team are very much interchangeable game to game. Yeah. Some games, certain lines are producing more offense. Some lines are doing a lot more checking. Some lines pop more just with puck possession. We get bogged down in the minutia of who's on the first line, who's on the right. second line. Like, certain teams, it, it matters. When you have Connor McDavid, whatever line he's on, that's your first line. When you're the Flames, you have three good lines. Three and a fourth line. Good second lines. And what you want to do is you want to roll all four of them. You don't want anybody as a passenger because if you have one line that's right. not going, this team typically does not win that game. codger has been playing very well lately. He's been really good lately. Just and Jonathan Huberto. Just under a point per game uh, over his last, I believe, 25 games. He's got 22 in his last 20 Three assists in that last game against Boston coming out of the break. Ryan Huska talked about his play this year. There's a big reason why Connor and uh, Marty have had good years. Um, and Naz deserves a lot of credit for that. Because sometimes, you know, as an older guy, you look at, they're calling two guys up and I'm going to play with these two guys. <laughs> you know, he wants to be a driver and he wants to have impact. But he took that the right way. Uh, and he made that line, you know, arguably our most consistent line um, over the course of the season since they've been put together. So um, Naz has had a real good impact this year, so we're really pleased with what he's been able to do for our team both on and off the ice. He's been really good playing with those two. He has been. Um, 
you think there's any way he's like, if I play really well, maybe this summer, some teams will come and knock it. Yes. <laughs> I think there's something to that. I think there without a doubt is. Uh, he does. I also think he would have signed with the Flames a lot earlier in the offseason if he had wanted to be here from the beginning. Right. Um, he has been good. And you have to give him credit. Mm-hmm. And um, the only thing kind of still missing from his game let is me, that little me, bit of edge. Let me pull back a little bit on wanting to be here. If this was his first choice to be here. Yeah. Not wanted to be here. Because I think you have to want to be here to sign a contract in the end. Sure. But was this his first choice? I don't know about that. So I completely agree with you. And if he does play well. Or he was really underpaid for a lot of years. And it's like, I got to get mine here. But there's nothing wrong with that. And whoever gives me mine, I'm going there. I don't even know if it would have been. Yeah, he was. He was true. I understand. He was but super underpaid for what he what he brings to the table. I also don't know what any of the other offers were. Were right. any of them comparable? Right. Who knows? It's not like he signed here the first day of free agency. We're getting bogged down in contract stuff. He's been a very good player yeah, this he's been year. Good. He's been excellent, and he's yep. been a big part of why Zary and Pospisil have had the type of years that they have as they're getting used to playing regular NHL minutes. Tonight, yes. You know, I want to ask both of you this question uh-huh. before we move on. Uh-huh. Because we got we got yeah, yeah, fun good. stuff coming yeah, up yeah, at 7. I'll ask GVP the question. We all know Markstrom's been far and away the best player of the Calgary Flames this season. Uh-huh. Who's 2-3? and three? Ooh. Mackenzie Weger? <sighs> Noah Hannafin? 2? Weeks got all the goals. I've really liked what Hannafin's done a lot of the a lot of the season. But now Kadri's playing himself into that conversation. Kadri's right? in that conversation. I think Zary's honestly put himself in that conversation uh, as well. He's, w- he's knocking on the door of it. Uh, he's but mm, when he's not been with Kadri, there hasn't yeah. been as much Listen, there to love. I, I like what he's doing, but I would not put him in the Michael, second or third best flame season. Michael, okay, Michael fair. Backlund. Who always we take for granted? He's been Blake Coleman. Blake Coleman, yeah. career year. Come on. Yeah, been so, slow of late. It's probably yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit the slow Russian on, judge boy. chimes <laughs> yeah. in right away. <laughs> nice, nice to hear from you. Uh, no, it's Weger and Hannafin for me. It's got okay. All right. Uh, Weger's you know got like a ten point nine shooting percentage right now. It's crazy. There's a lot of choices there, which well, means that no one has really set themselves apart. Which means that you're having a Bunch of guys that are having solid years. Listen, the weak dog's shooting percentage is good because much like when R.A. Dickey won the Cy Young, yeah. it's hard to hit a knuckleball. It is. It's hard to save a knuckleball. He hits his spots, man. Yeah. Lives on the corners. Yes. <laughs> when that thing's floating, it's an optical illusion that it just yep. dips, dives, yeah. and slides all over the place and beats a goaltender. Just watch the weak dog paint. All right, 6 o'clock. We'll ask Ryan games. Leslie that question coming up at 8 o'clock. We'll get his thoughts. How good of a painter Mackenzie Weger is? Yes. Sure. 6 o'clock pregame tonight, 7 o'clock puck drop. The Bruins in town. Merrick show at 10 a.m. You got Sportsnet today at 1 o'clock. Real Kipper and Borum at 3. And uh, Patty will start Flames Talk at 4 o'clock. But the pregame starts at uh, 6 o'clock. <laughs> oh, and congratulations to the entire team with the Flames Foundation and the Flames as a whole. Uh, $501,000. Nice. Very good. Raised at the 17th Annual Flames Charity Poker Tournament. <laughs> Round of applause, uh, from which we played a little bit of audio from yesterday as well, because the guys were always very gracious with their time. And pretty fun little video they put out on social media with Rasmus Anderson and interacting with some of his teammates and some of the participants in the tournament. I'd recommend you go check it out. 
Ten other games tonight. Panthers-Hurricanes uh, previews one in the East that is very fascinating. The Panthers have now won uh, five in a row. They're looking for their sixth straight win. Avalanche visit the Red Wings. That old rivalry renewed. Rangers battle the Devils. That's a big one in the tri-state area. You got the Stars visiting the Senators. The Canadiens take on the Penguins. And the Capitals face the Lightning. All those games at five. At six, the Blues host the Islanders. The Canucks visit the Kraken. That goes at eight. The Leafs on the second half of a back-to-back. They go from Arizona to Vegas to play the Golden Knights tonight. And the Predators visit the Kings at 8.30. L.A. is looking for a fifth straight win. Five games yesterday that included the Bruins, who were up the road in Edmonton. It was Stuart Skinner's 100th start. McDavid's home point streak, now at 20 games. Second time that he's done that in his career. He's just the sixth player to do it more than once. George, who are the five players in NHL history to post multiple 20-game home point streaks in their career. Yeah, this seems like it's easy. It's not that hard, if you want me to be honest. There's Uh, no real... Wayne is on there. He did it 80 times his longest. 80 times? He did it eight times. (laughs) His longest was 40 games. It would surprise me. He did it 80 times. Yeah, that that, that tracks. In 88-89. He did Uh, every game in 88-89. and Mario must have did that. Twice. The longest was 31 games in 95-96. Uh, did Marcel Dion do it? No. Uh, Yarmir Yager? No. Interesting. Uh, Mark Messier? No. Uh, maybe it's not that easy. I think you're going, t- you got to go back a little bit longer. Bobby Orr? Yes. Twice. His longest was 25 Gila games in 74 75. Yes. His longest was 32 in 78 79. And someone that was just a little bit more recent than those two. Played on the island. Hope I get that right. Mike Bossy? Bingo. As long as it was 21 games in 1981. Ended up being a pretty crazy game yesterday. The Bruins scored three unanswered. Then the Oilers scored three unanswered. Then Pasternak scored. Then the Hyman scored 42 seconds later. This game needed overtime. Far circle. Zaka attacks into the slot. Back door. Now high slot. Back of the Fakes. Pull and drag. Poke check. They With the winner, got around the poke check by Skinner and then chiseled it home. The Boston Bruins victorious 6-5 in overtime here in Edmonton. Oilers never led McAvoy's ninth. Your game winner in overtime. 6-5, the final score up the road. Mason Lowry, three apples. Mm. Big six foot five defenseman that maybe, just maybe, mm. we'll ask Jason Bukala about. Leafs and Coyotes, fifth game without Morgan Riley. They were trying to win all five of these games without him. The Coyotes trying to avoid an 11th straight loss. One point in their last 10 games entering this, and the Leafs got to them early. Bobby McMahon opened up the scoring. This guy just cannot stop right now. And then, a little bit of history. Far side for Matthews. Back to the blue line again. Got it back from Lilligren. Shot in front. They score! Bertuzzi in front of the net, but it's Austin Matthews! Who will celebrate number five zero? Yes, sir. Fifty bingos for Austin Matthews. He does it in game fifty-four. Did you pump your fist, Connor? Many times, yes. Okay. Uh, good. I like the energy you're bringing this morning, Connor. I really. I'm just, just being jerk. Sorry. It's the second player in the franchise and the sixth U.S.-born skater with multiple fifty-goal seasons. Do you know who the other six U.S.-born skaters with multiple 50-goal seasons are, George? Brett Hall. 
No. Well, he's Canadian. He's technically Canadian, so he doesn't count as one of the five. Mike Medano? played for the U.S. Uh, Nope, not Medano. Okay. Patrick Kane. Nope. No, Patrick Kane. He never scored 50. He was an assist guy. Okay, hold on. Give me one more time. Six U.S.-born skaters who have scored 50 goals at least twice. Matthews is the sixth player to do it. And I will tell you, only one American has done it three times. He did it with Philadelphia. Why am I blanking on this right now? Oh, John LeClaire? Yep. Oh, three, that's a good one. Three times with Philly. Yeah. Yeah, John LeClaire did uh, Another one with a name that actually sounds quite French as well. Pat LaFontaine. Oh, oh yeah. la, 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 LaFontaine. Uh, I got that one. Big Walt, Keith Kachuk. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Did it with Jets. Jeremy Roenick. Oh, of is course. Joe Mullen one? No, and Kevin Stevens is the other. Uh, I think only Mullen did it once. Mm. Kevin Stevens was on that line with Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager. Yep. Where essentially he just had his stick on the ice and just just went to the went to the net and they just ah, they found his blade you. and he just had to jam it in there. <laughs> so Austin Matthews, uh, fifty and fifty four. He's the fastest U.S. porn player. Do it beating. Kevin Stevens, who did oh. it in 62 games when he was playing with, with Mario and Yager. Yes, exactly. When he was putting up like 130 points. Matthew scored another weird one in the game, so he's actually got 51 when this is all said and done. Great between the legs pass by Mitch Marner. Some of this game looked like they were just playing pond hockey with the Coyotes. 6-3 of the final score. It's, it's been a good month for the Coyotes. Can't win a game. The, the arena stuff is complete turmoil. Even the, the NHLPA is like, can we please stop doing this? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for everybody. Gary Bettman and the NHL might just buy the team from this hack group of ownership in Arizona. Hmm. Sabres and Canadiens. Arbor Jacki opened the score and stepped into an absolute bomb and went bar down. Gergensen's tied it in the second. Struble tied it on a floater. Sabres got going on specials. Played around the near boards, kept in by Skinner at the line, but forced outside. And now Montreal with a three on two shorthanded. Armia carries it in. Tried the toe drag through, and the Sabres come back with a three on one. Across the line. Cousins, far circle, shot, rebound. Skinner scores! Jeff Skinner feasting in Montreal again, and he's tied the game at two. Yeah, it's a bad turnover by Joel Armia, shorthanded. And then he knocks over his own netminder and allows Skinner to pot his 18th. Then later on another power play for Montreal. They do now with Suzuki and Caulfield, and it's fast outside the line. Alex Tuck's got a chance at a breakaway. Alex Tuck settles it down to the net. Scores! What a goal by Alex Tuck, a shorthanded marker, and the Sabres have taken a 3-2 lead in Montreal. Yeah, it's good for the Habs, I guess. They get a little closer to the lottery and a little better standing there. Uko Pekka Lipkinen, great in the third period, stopped all 11 shots that he faced. Sabres win 3-2. Habs lose their third straight, fifth of six. Sabres also win the first of two on their dads and mentors trip. Next stop, George, Columbus. Oh, you got to like this. Okay, I like that one. Put, put that down. Dad's trip in Columbus. Sabres. All right. And Sabres are good on. They're decent on the road. They're not 13, bad. 13, 11, and 3. They're good on the road. They stink on home ice. Yeah. But they're good on the road. Tage Thompson's been a weird enigma this year. Flyers and is Hawks. Is he really as good as he was? I don't know. That's the thing. He should be, but I don't know. You know who you should ask about that? Jason Bukula? Yep. I don't know if we're going to have time. I know. We have so many questions <laughs> we don't to, have to Get them all Jason, a little bit early. This? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, fly- this oozium is yeah. questions. <laughs> Say like, hello. It's like your drunk uncle at a wedding with a video camera. He's just oozying yeah. everything. 
Say hello Loud to my camera. questions about prospects. I don't know. Flyers continue to hold down third in the Metro. Uh, they faced Bedard and the Blackhawks. They got what they needed out of their trip to Chicago. They won 3-1. There's now a seven-point gap between them and the Devils and the Islanders outside of the playoffs. I said this about a month ago, but I think the East is set. I really? think it's set. For the second time in three years, I think it's done early. I said it back late January. Went and found the clip, actually. I don't have it. But. Like, the Devils are only four points back of the Wings, <clears throat> and the Islanders are lurking. I guess the if you want to say lurking. But look at their last ten. Like, nobody and behind Red Wings, the Red Wings have been way better than both those teams you just mentioned. The Devils yeah. can't check their own hat. I don't care if they get Markstrom or not. Or Colt. That's the Lewism. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, the Islanders? Ah, whatever. I don't... Islanders are going to do what they're going to do. And it's just about as mediocre of a group behind the Detroit Red Wings as you can get. Have you seen the group you chasing seen the five, for eighth in the West? The five teams looking for that second <laughs> I'm, just saying, I, I, I'm just saying the East. Yeah, you're saying the East is done, and I'm saying I agree because it's the most mediocre group you can say. The West, I don't know. The Blues could easily fall out of this thing. Blue Jackets and Ducks was a weird one. Uh, these two separated by two points in the lottery standings. The second and third teams in the lotto. Uh, standings, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, both teams scored four unanswered. First, it was the Jackets. Then it was the Ducks. They tied it up. And then the Blue Jackets scored three unanswered, two unbroken plays. They win 7-4. They're four points ahead of the Ducks and perhaps solidifying those three, four spots in the lottery. Home stretch underway for the NBA. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? We're past the deadline. We're past the all-star break. Action resumes tonight. The Raptors host the Nets on the other network. But a couple of big games out west, if you want to catch them on Sportsnet 360, George. How about the Suns and the Mavs at 530? Mm. I believe it's the fourth and six teams in the Western Conference standings. And then you also have the Lakers and the Warriors at 8 o'clock. Ooh, that's sexy. Two teams both really close in the standings out west. More in the play-in area. But at the same time, two kind of legendary groups that are starting to fade. Who's going to come out on top? That story that the Warriors wanted to trade for LeBron mm -hmm. is so fascinating. Yeah, it's something good. I think LeBron and Curry want to get together. I I doubt it. You know why? Because how if, many more if, titles is Curry going to get with this current group? Okay, but if if LeBron Zero went with to the current group, okay, yeah. but if Le, if LeBron went to Golden State. He's not the man. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It, no, I, don't think I think it does matter. I think it does matter, I think, certain players, I think it matters a lot. I think there's certain players LeBron could be like, okay. Like Steph's right. Th like, I'm not saying Steph's like Steph greatest would be the of all only time. one. Steph's probably one of the only ones that LeBron would be like, okay. He's taken somewhat of a back step to, like, to, to Anthony Davis. Given Anthony Davis more of a, a shining two in L.A., I think he could go to Golden State when he opts out in July 1. I think LeBron can play with just about anybody. Oh, yeah. He's going to the Raptors. <laughs> Except the Toronto Raptors. Yes. <laughs> Cavalry played Orlando City in the first leg of the CONCACAF Champions Cup round one play yesterday. A little bit of a late start out in Victoria. Awesome crowd down at the ship to watch this one. Unfortunately, a tough 3-0 loss to a very good side from Orlando. Pat, mm. how are the vibes of the Cavs faithful here? And also, after that, what were your takeaways from the game? Like we all kind of uh, expected what was going to happen last night. I mean, Cavs had their chances. They were, they were early on, just back and forth for at least the first half hour. But you know, the quality of the MLS side of Orlando 
shone through there in the end. Just like what we talked about yeah, yesterday. The second, the second goal Cavs allowed in, this one's probably going to be one that Marco Carducci wants back. It's He was not strong there on that, that ball. Like, just kind of went off his gloves and in. He was busy. He was busy. I think uh, it was like nine shots for Orlando. Not on net, but nine shots taken yeah. when I looked at like just after halftime or something like yeah, that. And you can, like, the, the CPL is still, it's a developmental league. It's straight. It is still a developmental league. Good showing for what it was. They need us either they need to win three nil to force extra time next week they play in orlando tuesday that's the second yes, leg of the first round yeah 4 30 p.m next week so it, it, it's an accomplishment tough to qualify for the tournament a huge and like it, we've it, talked about stepping stones and, baby and five the, years into this league and you're already playing teams like yep. orlando city they beat vancouver what a year or two ago that was the fir- uh, that was the first time that cpl team played an mls team ever yeah so that's cool. Yeah. No, it's uh, good. Also, it just sucks it wasn't here. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Fleming was named Canada's captain ahead of the CONCACAF Women's Gold Cup. Three-time Canada Soccer Player of the Year. She'll get the captain's armband when she's on the pitch. In their group matches play, including today's game against El Salvador at the Shell Energy Stadium in Houston. They'll also play Paraguay and uh, Costa Rica mm. to round out group play. Gotta watch out for Paraguay's <laughs> women's team. Vicious. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would have believed for you, Paraguay. I would have believed you. Hey, Paraguay, we're coming I for think, you. I we're bringing the noise. I can as the favorite by far in that group. Yeah. Right Costa on. Rica? We should be able to smash Costa Rica, too. I think they'll be all right. Eat, eat that, Costa Rica. Yeah, take that. Hitman played a day game at Edmonton yesterday. Uh, they call it hooky hockey oh. because they get all the kids down. It's like an uh. anti-bullying game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, some franchise history for 2024 draft eligible Carter Yakumchuk. Set the line now. Leonard for Calgary. The wrist shot into the slot. Bouncing around. Calgary's got it. Here's Yakumchuk in tight backhand. He scores. Carter Yakumchuk shooting his way into the Hitman record books. 25 goals. A franchise first in a single season for a defenseman. Yeah, that's a fine season. 25 goals from the back end. He ended up getting his 26th as well. He beat a franchise record set by the Columbus Blue Jackets defenseman Jake Bean back in 2015-2016. Unfortunately, the Hitman did give up two goals in the final 32 seconds, and they went from 5-4 winners to 6-5 losers, and they gave up a couple of valuable points. Seven more home games, seven more opportunities before playoffs, hopefully, to see Carter Yakumchuk live before he becomes an AHL or an NHL ticket. Another kind of local note as well, uh, the NLL announced that the New York Riptide are relocating. They're coming to Canada. They're going to the nation's capital. They'll be called the Ottawa Black Bears. Black Bears? Ottawa's second attempt at an NLL team. It's a cool logo, I got to say. It's actually not bad. When I heard the name, I was also like, man, then I saw the logo. I was like, okay, I'm in. So where did New York Riptide, were they just an expansion team? Nope. Where were they from originally? Um, It it wasn't. Rochester still has a team, right? Yeah, Rochester still has a team. I don't uh, think they were. I've... No, they were expansion 2019. Sorry, just didn't work out so well. Yeah, me knowing my NLL they're, sort of, they're not out, really. They're out on Union Dale. They played at the Nassau Coliseum. Okay. So. Well, hey, good for Ottawa getting a team. Yeah. They have to play at that terrible arena in the middle of nowhere in Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Golf heads down for some margaritas in the Mexico Open at Vedanta Vallarta. Mm-hmm. Ball is in. <laughs> Parking lot. Would you like to play again? Somewhat limited field after a couple of big events the last few weeks. Tony Finau is the betting favorite at plus 850. Nikolai Hogard, Keith Mitchell, Steven Yeager, and Canadian Taylor Pendrith round out the top five. Actually put a cheeky little bet for Pendrith to lead after round one. 
Pender tees off at 6.30, so uh, I guess he should be off right now. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, Ben Silverman, Roger Sloan, and Stuart McDonald round out your Canadian contingent. Also, fresh off Tiger announcing his new Sunday Red partnership with TaylorMade, how about his son Charlie on the cusp of turning pro? What? At 15. Is there another way? He's just a boy! He's 15 years old. Must be the real deal. He'll participate in the pre-qualifier for the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches next weekend. This is actually underway right now, but the leaderboard wasn't updated. The pre-qualifiers today, if he finishes in the top five or ties in the top five, he advances to Monday's qualifier, from which the top four players earn spots in the actual PGA tournament that'll start a week from today. Which kid has more pressure on them, Bronny Jr. or Charlie Woods? I'd say Braun. Mm, I'd say Charlie Woods. I'd say Braun because Charlie's like... Braun shares a name with his dad, too. Like that's And, and like he enough. had to go to college and, like... My point is they're not the same prospect. I think Charlie Woods doesn't have the pressure because he's naturally more talented mm. than Bronny Jr. But apparently, yeah. like, all, all, like, super hardcore golf insiders are saying, Charlie's not even close to where his dad was when he was 15. Yeah, but... But Tiger's obviously is? the best, you know, <laughs> arguably the best player who ever lived, of course. Yeah. He has half the careers dad and did. I actually, <laughs> funny you mentioned this story, because I, I kind of looked, I read something about this yesterday. You know what Charlie Woods' net worth is at 15 years old? Mm. I don't really want to know. I, I think this is going to be... $25 million. Okay. That, that, Just stacks and stacks of jackets. Yeah, that made me feel worse than I thought. Yeah. Great. The kid's already worth 25 schmill. Speaking of stacks of jacks, uh, we're 10 days out from the Super Bowl having the Chiefs win it, at least, 10 days away. I don't know why I said it like that. Sounds (laughs) wrong. Uh, George, do you want some football content? I love football. Well, get your wallet out, bud, because I got something for you. It was reported yesterday that Adrian Peterson is having an estate sale down in Houston. What? And a whole bunch of his stuff was for sale. Now, I I should mention as well that he has rebutted this to an extent. I want to clarify our recent rumors and media reports and a state sale company without my authorization included some of my trophies in a sale, despite clear instructions to leave personal items untouched. I did not authorize the sale of any of my trophies and I will be taking legal action. Trusting this company without supervision was my mistake. Yeah, that didn't, re- that didn't sound like he was reading at all. No, definitely. very natural. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, he is right. He should not have trusted them like that, but I don't know what really is in personal items because, listen, I went through the entire catalog yesterday. It's a lot of clothing, ties, cleats, pictures of him, stuff like that, several pairs of pro football hall flame cleats. You you know what, George? Did any of this stuff interest you? I just got a list of some of my favorite things in the collection. All right, let's see. Okay. Uh, His 2013 ESPY for NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Oh, wow. His, that's, right, that's right up there winning a Blockbuster Award. Oh. His 2007 Rookie of the Year trophy. Okay, well, that's something. The hell of a rookie year. His 2012 NFL Honors MV, NFL MVP Award. Mm. His Dial Global slash AutoZone In the Zone Football Player of the Year Award for 2013. Yeah. His Fun Fearless Male Award from Cosmopolitan in 2012. <laughs> How much did that go for? It's a live auction, so and it's still on five dollars. It's still on the go, so you actually have to go and place your yeah. bids in person. So I have $5. no idea what the cost is like. Yeah, uh, multiple swords, swords, an old powder fire pistol, like the one that pirates would use. Mm. Uh, his a gol- musket, sort of. Uh, but it's not a musket because it's mm. a pistol. 
But yeah, you're Did on the right really track. Big sideburns with it, so it wouldn't burn his face. I don't know what he looked like when he okay. bought it, but right. I know what it looks like now. Okay. Uh, his golf clubs. Okay. A uh, custom Adrian Peterson alligator chair. Nice. Made from real gator. Or is it made from real Adrian Peterson? Okay. <laughs> Hard to tell. Uh, an urn or two. An urn. Big urns. Water in them. I don't know. Uh, Very little signage. His also, enemies. the signage from his Arabian Nights themed 30th birthday. Ah. You can get all of that if you want that. Okay, so this sounds like he's really hard up for money. A collection, a, a collection of six fidget spinners. What the hell? Three different sets of door hinges. I think he just wants to get rid of his crap. I want to emphasize that I am financially, financially stable. It would never sell off my hard-earned trophies. And if I was going to sell them, I know people that I could sell them to. I wouldn't go online and sell my my, my personal items uh, randomly. That's, it, that, MV- that part he was riffing. That part wasn't red. The first part was red. Last part he was riffing. The MVP award is in there, he said. That's a big award. He's the last non-quarterback to win an MVP. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I have no time for Adrian Peterson because he's a complete and total scumbag. I agree. Uh, oh, are they selling the Switch he beat his kids with because he's a scumbag? Didn't see that in the... No, okay, no, yeah. Wasn't yeah, because he's a total scumbag. No. And uh, forget you, Adrian Peterson. See ya, bud. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Terrific stuff, Matty. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, the trade machine, but radio styles. Mm. Your hypothetical Markstrom, Hanev, Hanev. <laughs> Markstrom, Tanev, Hannafin. Elliot called them Tanafin earlier this week. Uh, That's not bad. He did it by accident, just it's, like you but, just did. Yeah, but it sounds like you would take Tanafin, you know, when you when you got the sniffles. Oh, did, did you just contract COVID-19? You should probably take Tanafin. Yeah, it's made by Devlin and McGregor. Yeah, it, <laughs> Tanafin will definitely, you know, ease your symptoms of COVID-19. Yeah, oh yeah, big Tanafin. time. Mm-hmm. Comes in pill or powder form. <laughs> Uh, your hypothetical flames trade. Markstrom, Hannafin, Tanev, 960-960, name and location. And then we'll play some for Jason Bukala and whether or not he'll approve it, the trade or not, whether or not you're onto something. 960-960, name and location. Do that. And we'll talk to Bukes at 730. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan.